Like how often do men come in and actually get services done? And is there a special training that you need to do in order to, you know, service a man? So there is no actual like, oh man, I can't believe I'm saying this. There's no hands-on training that's usually offered. (laughs) The first one I literally had to pretend like I was having a coughing fit because I couldn't stop laughing. (laughs) I couldn't control myself. Like, obviously I've seen penis before, but in that context was just, I couldn't stop myself. I don't have my Melly here with me in New Brunswick. I, I don't have that sidekick with me that, you know, we used to meet and we'd go rollerblading you know, through the trails and things like that. And I don't have my person, but that doesn't mean I shouldn't still go and do the things I love to do. So there's a a park in, in our area that you can go and it has sort of like a track, like a paved track that you can go rollerblade or run or whatever. So, you know, these are things where I'm actually thinking this afternoon, I'm going to go. used to do like rollerblading and walking and kickboxing and all that stuff. But this one time we were rollerblading through Victoria Park and I slipped and fell and I fell in both of my, like my hands were behind me. So I'm pretty sure actually that I broke both of my wrists, but didn't obviously get treated for it. And so now I can't even open a jar of pickles. Like I have no, like, (laughs) I have no ability to like twist anything with either one of my hands. <laughs> Since then? Since then. I don't know. So I can't recommend wrist guards enough. Like if you're going to go rollerblading, you know what? Like I can't recommend, you know, safety is really important. And we went rollerblading through this campground and there was like a long, um, a big hill that we were rollerblading down. But as we're rollerblading down the hill, because that's so much fun to rollerblade down a hill. Uh, <laughs> a car was coming. So I'm like, oh my goodness, a car. So I sort of veered off in like, you know, I was going at a pretty fast speed and I veered off and hit grass. Well, when you hit grass on rollerblades, you actually dead stop. So I dead stopped and flew through the air. (laughs) So it might be a good idea to have like an entire, like not just wrist guards, but like maybe an entire body. Guard. <laughs> I feel like a helmet, a helmet and wrist guards. You know what? Protect your knees too. Actually, yeah. don't go, don't go rollerblading and don't exercise. It sounds really dangerous. <laughs> uh, stay safe. Just so, guess what? Stay home. Yeah, stay home. Stay safe. And speaking of staying home, we were put into a province-wide stay-at-home order. Yeah. Where we actually can't go anywhere. You don't Correct. realize how many non-essential items that you need on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. Um, Mm-hmm. On the socials, I read, and this was somebody that just posted, you know, a random little rant about the um, about the, the the stay-at-home order. It says, "All I can do right now is sit back and laugh about the generic things I need, but can't legally buy uh, without doing curbside pickup." Who would have ever thought that envelopes would be a restricted purchase? <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so true. Like you can go into the store, you can literally see the thing that you need, but you can't have it. <laughs> but you can't have it. Yeah, well, I seen it. I seen a picture that in Walmart, the masks (laughs) had caution tape, a big X with caution tape. And the, and the comment was really like, but But this is a mask. Yeah. I need this. This is essential to my safety. According to the government, this the whole purpose. Like, aren't we supposed to wear a mask? (sighs) Yet we can't buy them. I know it hasn't been easy for you guys. I really, you know, my heart goes out to you. I know it hasn't been an easy situation and it's such a diverse topic. I mean, people are, 
you know, and, and who would have ever anticipated, you know, that this whole thing, it would be more than a year later, right? Honestly, you mentioned controversial topic. And, and I think that, you know, social media has brought that to light for me a lot. Like when I'm reading through it, I, I couldn't imagine, you know, everybody, you know, can hate on Doug Ford as much as they want. And, you know, I'm not going to share my political beliefs on this platform. Uh, yeah. That said, could you imagine being the guy or girl who has to go up and make these decisions, knowing full well, well that 50% of the people are going to hate you no matter what decision you make. And you mentioned, you know, mental health. And, and, you know, I think sometimes we forget that these, even these politicians, these people who are leading the chart, they, they have mental health as well. And I can't honestly, like if I was Doug Ford right now, first of all, I'd be like 900 pounds because I'd be eating my feelings day and night. But yes. secondly, like, how do you sleep at night? How do you sleep at night knowing that are people out there who have lost their income. Yeah. Um, but then if you don't make that decision, there are people out there who are, who are going to die and they're going, not going to receive care because we don't have unlimited, you know, health resources. And then you think about the people who are working in those, those health, those health situations, you know, doctors and frontline nurses and, and all these people. And what about their mental health? You know, they're right. coming into work day and night, you know, trying to make sure that, you know, people live. And I, yeah. I just honestly, like, I got it. I have to say, like, shout out to everybody who is considered an essential, you know, work place. I, I, I agree with you. I mean, I can't even imagine carrying that level of responsibility uh, and, and how that looks even for him on a day to day basis. This is where, you know, it's so important. We all have sort of we, we're in our own, you know, personal bubble and we all have these opinions and points of view uh, that really resonates with us and our own sort of personal well-being but you know to really be able to step outside of that and and take a good look at wow you know how much responsibility is this to to keep an entire province safe and and make decisions and sometimes it can feel on the fly I know a lot of times before you guys are having, you know, a big holiday, or I know you guys' March break turned into an April break that, you know, some of these um, decisions are made right before that. But I, I think it's a, it's probably just a really challenging situation. It must, it must not be easy. That's for sure. No, I can't, again, I can't imagine being in that position and, and more importantly, being in the position of the doctors and nurses, I, I wouldn't be able to function in um, if you, if you are a healthcare provider, if you know a healthcare provider, um, if in any way you are attached to, you know, the vaccinations or the testing or whatever, whatever your connection is like, I, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much. Uh, Absolutely. you know, we would, we would honestly, like, I don't know where I we would be. Yeah, if it wasn't for the those true, people. The true heroes, right? With that being said, um, you know, another another topic of conversation when it comes to COVID is the small businesses. And so I'm super happy to report uh, that today we are going to have our first interview. I know. I'm it's so just excited. amazing. I'm so excited to actually have a special guest. You don't get the same, obviously, radio stations that we do here, but their jingle is hilarious. It's something like, uh do you shave down low do you like to watch it grow do you pluck do you tweeze razor burn no thank you please <laughs> do you um wax mm, bare essentials got your backs do you shave down below and then it goes because the hair's gotta go <laughs> 
um, my good friend Lori from Bear Essentials. Uh, we I feel like I needed applause. Where's okay, the applause okay, track? Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Lori! All right. So, Lori. Yes. Who is Bear Essentials? Um, okay. So, Bear Essentials, we do waxing, laser, threading, electrolysis, um, spray tanning. Uh, dermaplaning, microdermabrasion. We do some radio frequency skin tightening, and then I do cosmetic tattooing. So we do a lot. We do pretty much everything outside of nails, like mani pedis, massage, and oh, we also do lash lash lift. Well, I found Lori. Me and Lori have been connected for how old is your your oldest son? Oh my god, he's gonna be ten. Okay, so we uh, we've been hanging out um, often with my pants off. <laughs> <laughs> For the better part of 10 years. And I found Lori on Kijiji years ago when I was looking for somebody to wax my legs before I was going on vacation, probably with Kelly, probably to Mexico. Just gonna, I was just gonna say, sorry to interrupt Mel. So you, so Lori, you started at home. Okay, so. <laughs> and now. This, this has a bit of a story. We started in our two bedroom apartment before we had kids. Wow. Or mortgage. So it was just out of my two-bedroom apartment on King Street in, in Waterloo. Oh, wow. And now, like you said, Mel, fast forward, two locations? Yeah. <laughs> like, how often do men come in and actually get services done? And is there a special training that you need to do in order to, you know, service a man? So to service a man. Wow. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, she men- has a way with words, doesn't she? she does she always has um, I, I can see why you're friends yeah. um the so for men we do pretty much everything but for like male intimate waxing um which we so lovely lovingly call the brazilian um not everyone does that so there is no actual like oh man i can't believe i'm saying this there's no hands-on training that's usually offered <laughs> But so essentially to get my girls trained up for that, I found a Vimeo video training online and we watched it, died laughing, and then had four poor souls come in for us to practice waxing their junk. (laughs) It was brutal. And like the first one, I literally had to pretend like I was having a coughing fit because I couldn't stop laughing. (laughs) I couldn't control myself. Like, Obviously, I've seen penis before, but in that context was just, I couldn't stop myself. So I just, excuse myself, pretend to have a coughing fit, leave, get my giggles out, come back in, put my professional face back on and finish the wax. So for those who do want a brosillion, I feel Mm. like, but a brosillion, like, do they get us like a gold star? Are you just overly impressed when they do come in for this service? Do they get like special high five? Like, wait a minute, buddy. <laughs> like, good um, job. Like, good looking out. <laughs> yeah. You know, it takes a special kind of guy to be like, yeah, yeah I will do that. Yeah. Some, some guys come in because they, they're doing it for their own, like, preference, their own quote unquote hygiene. Some guys come in because that's what their partner wants. Mm-hmm. And it like, wow. okay, you guys know. Yeah. Men f- and pardon the pun, men are pussies. They can't handle a pain. We we take it like champs. Yeah. And when guys come in to do this stuff, it really hurts for them. Like it's like 
Oh. I feel like for them, it's almost like getting kicked in the junk. Yeah. And you just are ripping, ripping it off. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. You, no hesitation. You have to be like confident in pulling that wax off because otherwise, <laughs> then that's that's bad news. That yeah. would be a funny story. That, would- <laughs> Actually, that leads me to a funny story. So years ago, before I met, <clears throat> before I met Lori, uh, my best friend, Nora, you know, she agreed to help me wax my vagina. And <laughs> she, I, oh my gosh, this is the worst thing that ever happened to me. So like, she got to the point where she was, you know, she was, she was on a roll. She was doing a really great job and she got to the, 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 um, I can't believe I'm saying this now, but we're talking about wax and whatever. So she got to the lip area <laughs> and she went to pull and it didn't come off. It was oh. the most painful thing I've ever experienced oh. in my life. <laughs> and she's dying laughing because obviously it's hilarious. Uh, but I'm actually just dying. Yeah. So I think we had to cut the wax out. It was not a good situation. So I know oh. on your website, it says this is not a do-it-yourself project. Yeah, I have had so many people message me be like, do you have a, an at-home wax kit that you recommend? I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> 100% don't do it yourself. Like people will say, oh, I bought this microwave pot of wax and it took me three hours and there was wax on my walls, wax on my floor, wax in my sink, wax on my bath mat, like the wax everywhere. <laughs> and three hours later, I still missed spots. And it's like, because you can't put your leg over your head. Uh, Probably three or four years ago, um, I had one of those microwave wax pots and my daughter, gosh, poor, poor Olivia. (laughs) No love on this podcast. Tyler, my son had his friend over from baseball who was a little older, super handsome. And so Olivia thought it'd be really cool to to wax Tyler's friend uh, on his leg. So she heats up the wax to a point where it's, you know, hot enough to burn his skin off his leg. Oh. And she puts it on the table. My then golden retriever comes in, wagging his tail super ah. Wax goes everywhere oh. on my couch. On like, She calls me. I don't know if I've ever yelled as loud as I yelled at that point in time. I think she burnt Tyler and maybe Hope as well. <gasps> with the wax like it was a big mess yeah because that doesn't come off no it didn't no. come off no no the the carpet was replaced the couch was trashed you know uh, the burns eventually healed <laughs> my dog yeah. had wax it on my dog's tail like just, oh poor just, dog yeah I know I know it yeah it's not, it's not a bloodbath it's like a wax bath <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, sorry can I swear Yes, yeah. I can swear. You guys swear. As long as you're okay with swearing, I'm okay. I swear more than Kelly does. I learned that through listening to our podcast that Kelly doesn't swear and I do swear. But I think it I think it helps people to relate to you. At least that's what I tell myself yeah. when I'm swearing. Yeah. I'm like if you I'm say down. I'll work on it, I, I don't know why. Like I'll I work. I'll swear more if you want. Yeah, like I'll work on it. Like <laughs> like for example, if I was getting a wax, I'd probably be like, fuck. <laughs> actually you wouldn't if I was doing because I'm damn good okay that's good 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 great good to know (laughs) because Lori has this Lori has Lori has this table side manner that it it kind of makes you feel like if you make any any movement that indicates that you're in pain like although she doesn't necessarily say it directly like she's judging you (laughs) 100% I'm judging you 
Yeah, yeah. Like if I if I just go sucking up, like you know, I've never had a Brazilian done faster than, and and that's with anybody. She trains them to do these Brazilians in like warp speeds. You don't have enough time to really react. That I think that's really important to know because I think sometimes people are just afraid, right? Like they might they might not go for a wax or they might not go for this type of treatment because they're afraid. Yeah. Knowing that you know, don't be afraid. Just give it a chance. I mean, fair. We're putting hot wax on your lady bits. <laughs> These girls just in and out, rip it off quickly. Like COVID, obviously, you know, COVID has impacted your business quite a bit. Um, yeah. So during the time when you were allowed to be open, mm-hmm. what did you guys do in order to, you know, make it safe for your staff, make it safe for your clients? So we had a medical office waiver to deal with for pre-screen. So the clients get pre-screened before they come in. When they come in, we take their temperature. We have them hand sanitized right at the door. We do a little mini pre-screen when they come in. And then when you go into the room, your whatever you're putting your stuff on is covered with like disposable paper so that we're not having to sanitize so much. The bed, which obviously we can't um, cover every inch of paper, every inch with paper is also sanitized, but we're not even using like Lysol. We're using a hospital grade clinical disinfectant. Right. Right. So you've incurred probably a lot of expense in order to pivot and try to make sure that things were safe for your, for your staff and for your, um, so every single waiver that we have submitted through our waiver system, because we use an online system costs money. So every time someone walks in that door before we used to only have our clients fill out a first time new client waiver, but now everyone's doing a waiver every single time. So that's the cost gloves, which we go through like water, my cost of gloves has gone up from $14 for a box of 200 to an average of 20 to $25 for a box of 100. Wow. Yeah. Insanity. And then our, our disinfectant is like $85 for a five liter box, which doesn't last very long because you're disinfecting every single thing that your client has touched. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't even know like what factor our costs have gone up by, but it's significant. Yeah. So clients have to text us before they can walk in that door so we can tell them, yeah, you can come in so that we can control how many people are standing in the waiting room. But also we don't, we don't have a waiting area anymore. So we've taken the chairs away. So you don't want to have like four people standing around, especially since they can't maintain that six feet social distance. So, yeah, like it's been a year, it's been over a year now that we've been going through this. And I know initially, you know, the first, the first couple of months, I think we were all super anxious and had no idea what was happening. I know you went into like full boss mode. You're like, all right, I'm selling these products online and I'm doing all these things to keep myself going, taking these courses, doing whatever. Yeah. Um, But like, where are you at now with COVID? I'm fucking done, man. Mm-hmm. Like there's no other way around it. I am fucking done. Mm-hmm. And I, um, it's like, you can only do the same thing so many times and keep that same positive attitude. The first time the whole way through, it's like, guys, we can get through this. Let's stick together. Let's do stuff online. Let's support local. The second time I was like, okay, let's pull up our pants again. Let's do this again. And now I'm just like, fuck this shit. The rules are changing so frequently yeah. and so quickly that nobody knows what to say anymore we haven't had any issues with any like outbreaks like nobody tested positive everything was fine you know I'm not an anti-masker I think that having everyone wear proper masks 
And then having that high level disinfectant and making sure we're being as clean as possible. I think that was the main contributing factor because we're keeping clean. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that that's it. And that's, that was my whole point. I mean, we were talking earlier about, you know, I listen, they're, they're, they're 50%. I don't even know if it's 50%, but some people believe, you know, that, you know, this is a conspiracy theory. I'm not that person. Um, no. Some people believe that, you know, this is the end of the world. I'm also not that person. No. Um, I wouldn't want to be the person who makes these decisions because I'm sure that. In, oh, in damned if you do, damned if you don't, there's no right answer for any of this. And um, I, like you, I'm not, I don't think that they're smart enough to pull off a no. conspiracy like this. They're no. just not. And so I'm wondering from your perspective, Laura, like, obviously I know how you feel. Uh, and, and I think if I was in your situation, I would feel fucking done too. Um, yeah. But given that you're a pretty rational human being, like what, like, could you imagine being the person, you know, Doug Ford has a lot of people who love him, a lot of people who hate him, but who has to, you know, be the person who's making all of these decisions all the time. That's like, okay, today we're going to screw over the small businesses, but you know, we're going to like, wouldn't, do you feel bad for him at all? Like, do you look at him and say like, you know what, this pisses me off. It's really awful for me, but like, man, I'm so glad I'm not in that position. I do because like they're taking all the information from their medical officers and then they're taking all the information from their politicians and then they're he- hearing all this shit from all of their people and it's like well now I have to decide what's best for all of these people and all of that the weight of that decision is on my shoulder so no I do not envy the people in that position yeah I don't envy Doug Ford I don't I don't think he's done a great job of maneuvering this whole situation like first time around yeah good job Doug Ford like great this is awesome we flattened the curve second time around and it was just like what and now the third time around it's like what the fuck like yeah. seriously over this shit yeah yeah, yeah. like listen, I to just, me. listen to me i'm like a swearing machine now i know i know look at kelly I bring it out in her people. box <laughs> I, I bring it out in people yeah you, you really do you really do we're where i believe it's in yellow and we you know we can still wear a mask right like everywhere you go and, and typically i'll even put the mask on outside of the store going do you, in do you put the mask on when you're driving alone in your car Please no. don't say yes. Oh, thank no. God. <laughs> no. I think that's the dumbest thing no. of life. Do you, Unless like, you're an Uber driver. Right, right. But do you, like, are people, like, I find that people in Ontario, so Kelly, obviously being my best friend, we talk a lot about, like, what's happening in our in our areas. And I find, like, a lot of people um, in Ontario are just, like, a little a little different than than perhaps the, the people in the Maritimes. Kelly, yeah, you guys well, don't have any anti-maskers down there, do you? Well, it, it's possible, but I mean, I don't hear about them. Like, <laughs> typically people are pretty receptive, right? Yeah. Unless, of course, you know, maybe we do have a population of people that have come from Ontario. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> so I'm wondering, Lori, have you had any first-hand experience with anybody who's refused to wear a mask? um for secondhand okay. uh, we had a client or I don't even know who it was uh oh no we had a client who's booked in uh pops his head in it was a it was a male client pops his head in through the door with his mask in his hands do I have to wear this and we're like yeah <laughs> and he's like well I'm not coming in we're like okay bye like, <laughs> see ya see you later yeah. like listen if you don't want to wear a mask and that's your jam do like whatever you know what to each their own. I think you're an idiot personally. Uh, even if, even if 
you know, five years from now, it's proven that the mask didn't save me from anything. I'd still rather err on the side of caution. But yeah, um, <laughs> these people were rolling the store and they don't just go about their business. They have to like let you know that they're not wearing a mask. They're like, oh, oh my God, just, just don't wear your mask. Do your shopping. Get out of there. Who cares? Like, just shut up and get out. Like, why? And so, listen, if they're right, and, and I can almost guarantee you they're not. Um, I don't know. I just feel like if it were me and if I was an anti-masker for whatever reason, after I did my research on more than one platform um, and I decided, you know what, this is just not in my best interest. I wouldn't, I wouldn't like, I wouldn't be going in flossing. I'm just going to do my shopping. I, everybody would look at me. I'd feel slightly judged and I would walk out. It would be fine. Yeah. It's yeah. like the antics that go along with it. You know, if you're medically exempt, cool, go in, do your shopping, get out. <laughs> but, yeah yeah but I think you're gonna find that I mean I used to always say that when I would take public transportation or or okay granted you're in you know a shop and you're shopping and you hear someone on their cell phone oh, speaking as if you're in the conversation right you can hear the full conversation I don't I don't want to be in this I don't care and I don't want to be a part of this um you know storyline that you have going on here but I, I do feel like it sort of transitions back to maybe it's like they need the attention right mm -hmm. if you're an anti-masker and you shouldn't you be like incognito like quietly like sniper like going in doing what you got to do and get out but if you need to make it a public scene <laughs> is it really yeah. about being like anti-mask now I feel like all of this stuff about putting a mask on and making it a bylaw people are confusing a mandate or a bylaw with what is actual law right yeah and like you're allowed to go into a store without a mask and you're you're not allowed to be denied your right to be in there but like I think that everyone has hyped this whole mask thing up so much and they get so wound up about it and try to force all these things like just leave her alone cash the longer you stand there arguing with her about whether or not she ought to be in there the longer she's going to be in there just cash out get her out of there and if you don't want to wear a mask cool curbside pickup is a thing we had an incident way back when we first reopened after the first lockdown back in june in at our guelph location and this kind of got some like media coverage and not necessarily good or bad so we have our pre-screen that asks you know and again just a reminder that this was way back when so mm -hmm things were evolving really quickly and changing quickly and things were like, it was very, very big question mark. So on our pre-screen, one of the questions is, have you had contact with anyone who's been confirmed COVID positive? Mm -hmm. And so this client says yes. And so immediately there's a red flag in our system. So my receptionist in Guelph calls and says, I'm sorry, we can't do your service because you have red flagged on our, on our pre-screen. Mm -hmm. And she says, well, why not? Well, because you've had contact with someone who's, who's got COVID. Well, I'm a nurse in the ICU at the Guelph Hospital. Okay, come back when you have a negative screen. Mm -hmm. But I can't because I work with COVID patients on a daily. And we're like, so don't come in for your Brazilian. Yeah, when you work in, in healthcare, and earlier in, in our discussion, Kelly and I were shouting out the healthcare workers because oh, yeah. honestly, like these people are going to work every day and they're keeping people alive. You know, it they is, are. Yeah. But she got so angry that she called the paper. I called the paper back and I gave them my position. I said, listen, I have, you know, my staff and my clients to think about. We're waiting for a direction from public health because this is all so new and so like ever evolving. We don't know what to do. The Yeah. The article they published 
um, said that they also contacted four other salons in the area who all said that they would have taken her with a mask. I'm like, fucking right, they would. They're my competition. Of course, they're going to say that. Yeah, right. And then they also interviewed the CEO of the Registered Nurses Association of Ontario, who said she was disappointed that if, you know, if you're operating out of fear, you shouldn't be operating at all, that it's discrimination and all this bullshit. Like, no, you're telling me to be scared of this virus. So I'm being scared of this virus. But also, on the other hand, I can't force my employees to do anything that they're not comfortable with. So Uh, I have the Ministry of Labor to deal with, too. And you know this as an HR person. Mm -hmm. You know this as a, like, as as this is your profession. If an employee says, I'm not comfortable doing that, good fucking luck getting them to do it. Like, you can't, you can't force somebody to put, and and at that point in time, literally, we all believe that if we got COVID, we were dead. I I, I don't know who printed the article, but when I look at that, even the, the, the lady that, the whatever nurses association, like, shame on you. Like, honestly, you've told people to be afraid. You've told people to keep their distance, to not go anywhere. And now you're trying to punish a business who's trying to protect their employees. This article was shared over 1,500 times. But I will say that the majority of the comments, whether they were from people I know or who know me or who don't know me, were in our favor saying, what did you want her to do? Yeah, of course. I just... Again, support your healthcare workers. I remember at the beginning, we were banging on pots and pans and doing all these drive-by parades, as Kelly and yeah. were talking about earlier. And they deserve that. They, they deserve a hell of a lot more than Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah, because they're sacrificing themselves. Yeah, but remember that, you know, <laughs> if you are going to be a hero, you can get a wax next year. <laughs> yeah, you're and tender day can wait, which also you shouldn't be doing. That's right. You shouldn't be tindering. No tindering. Yep. Okay, okay. So I've been saving this because I wanted it to be like Melly and Lori. I wanted you guys to be here. So <laughs> watch. So I watch this show, Married at First Sight. So just don't say I wouldn't do it. Just hypothetically speaking, like what would you do if you joined Married at First Sight and you walked in and you walked up to the altar and your now husband that you're marrying at first sight doesn't wear shoes. <laughs> no. To the question, it's not about no, it's about you're getting married at first sight. Okay. And now you're married. Like you don't have a choice. Okay, like, but are his feet nice? No. No, no, no. <laughs> Like, I guess, I guess you're married. I guess there has to be a compromise. Like he'd have to meet you halfway because now you're his wife. Like he'd I have get to- him some baby foot. Let's talk about baby foot, <laughs> Kelly, because you don't know what baby foot yeah, right. is. Yeah. Baby foot. What is baby okay. foot? Okay. So it's this like foot peel. So you get these plastic um, booties with this like gel inside and you, well, you soak your feet for half an hour first. You put these booties on for an hour. And then five days later, your entire foot peels off. And it's absolutely, like, mind-blowing and life-changing. It's better yeah. than any pedicure you've ever had in your life. I promise you. I want a pair. Uh, so I bought this baby foot. And I put it on. And, you know, I'm I'm all about instant gratification. So I was like, oh, this didn't do anything. Well, five days later, like, my entire foot was in my hand. <laughs> it was, it's, it's disgusting yeah. and amazing all at the same time. Yeah. It's like the most disgusting, but coolest thing. Amazing. Wow. <laughs> I want to hug people in public. I never would have pictured you to be a hugger. Are you a I'm hugger? not. Okay, I was going to no. say, you, you don't seem like a hugger. I'm not, but I am now. Okay, I so. am now. <laughs> I'm going to start hugging random strangers. <laughs> I, 
I have a, I have a pretty solid bubble because of what I do. Like I don't, don't touch me. Yeah. 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 Like leave me alone. Like I will touch you. But you yeah. Can't touch me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't touch me. Like, like a stripper. <laughs> I just yeah. compared you to a stripper. That's awesome. Um, probably edit that out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't edit it. All right. I'm, maybe I won't. Okay. But do you have a rule at your business? Like no shoes, no shirt, no business, no service. Well, I've never had anyone try to walk in without, without (laughs) shoes. Would you like, like when things are back to normal and and everything's cool, um, are you comfortable if I perhaps walk into your establishment with no shoes just to see how your staff might react? (laughs) Please do. No, you know what? They probably wouldn't even notice because sometimes we have our clients take their shoes off oh true if it's like rainy or muddy or snowy out they take their shoes off they grab a pair of slippers and they walk in oh. but come in without a shirt let's see what they say <laughs> <laughs> it's funny i thought of like writing a, a book oh yeah. memoirs of a of a waxing queen but <laughs> <clears throat> i feel like if i did it would have to be entirely anonymous yeah. I wouldn't be able to put my name on it. And I would just like dish all my like dirty, disgusting stories. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. love it. When it is safe to do facial services, like <laughs> wax this COVID beard that I've got going on or yeah. uh, not wax, laser it. Like laser is, it. Is laser effective on COVID beards? Uh, absolutely. It's not, a, it's not effective on COVID, but it's effective on beards. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Well, I'll tackle that beard for you. Okay, perfect. Thanks. <laughs> Back to a hot topic we had last week, um, you know, referencing just do it, Nike swoosh. Um, <laughs> so uh, the whole situation that was happening with Lil Nas X and the uh, shoes, they've been recalled. So Nike won. They were recalled due to branding. So all of those shoes have to be returned. Did you guys ever see those like really ugly shoes that um, Kanye West came up with? Yes. They were so for like 800 bucks. Yeah, I just seen them. Would you wear those? Those are freaking ugly. Yeah. They're hideous. What are they oh. made out of? Plastic? <laughs> Probably human souls. <laughs> <laughs> like even those like those hip Balenciaga like running shoes that look like socks. Like, no. No, no. no. For two reasons. One, you bitches know I don't run. But secondly, <laughs> if you're not running, there's no way to make those. You can't accessorize those. You're wearing fucking socks. Yeah. With like giant soles on them. Like, what is that? All right, ladies. Well, we've been doing this for a while. I love both of you. Uh, Lori, like you're one of my favorite people to go and see yeah. when it's safe to do that. Um, you're definitely one of my favorites to wax. Thanks for joining us. I mean, it was such a pleasure to meet you, although I'm not like really meeting you, but I'm I'm really meeting you. Yeah, but I feel like I know you already. I've listened to two of your conversations before and now a third one. Okay. Yeah. Now you're a part of it. Yeah. It's hard. Oh, and in case anyone wants to know, I think I'm a lychee. Wow. What a unique response. Hard and spiky on the outside, but like sweet on the inside yeah I could see that you're kind of a bitch on the outside I really am like I think I scare my staff sometimes until they get to know me because they're like whoa this bitch it's me (laughs) I'm great I'm so much fun I if I were if I were like a young woman entering into a career in like personal services and you were my boss I would be afraid of you yeah Yeah. And that's okay. Um, okay. Anyways, this was awesome. Uh, one more time, Lori, if people want to follow you, like where, where can they find you? 
uh, Bear Essentials uh, on Instagram at Bear Essentials Waterloo or at Bear Essentials Guelph. But also, if you want to um, get to know me personally, I have my own um, account for my cosmetic tattooing business, which is at laurihenouche.pmu. Awesome. Also, I have had my eyebrows done a number of times by Lori, and she is the brow queen. Um, thank you so much for being our first guest. Um, we've had so much fun, and we'll see you later. It was an honor. Thank you so much, guys. Supporting locals, like obviously the the theme of our conversation today, and I, you know, I can't recommend supporting local enough. You know, Kelly, we haven't talked a lot about supporting local in New Brunswick, and I right. think it's important to because we're sort of this like this like cross provincial podcast. I, it might be appropriate to plug, you know, some a local business in your area. Uh, Definitely. Before we do that. <laughs> I just wanted to remind you as we lead up to this plug of the time when you had you had moved to, to New Brunswick, you were there for like maybe two and a half weeks. And I was like, you know what, Kelly, I'm coming. Yeah, I made my way there. Uh, you know, there was call, there was calls for a storm. Um, but I mean, we've all been through storms. Uh, so I get there uh, on the plane. I got hammered with uh, hammered. Six, yeah, like hammered. And we went to bed and we woke up the next morning. <laughs> to snowmageddon <laughs> snowmageddon like it it was the biggest snowstorm that we people still talk about today it was 70 centimeters of snow so yeah. we sat in in cozy kelly's you know new brunswick location um uh, and you know we had a couple of drinks and we were hanging out and you know at the time kelly was a smoker and so it's like seven o'clock at night <laughs> and uh kelly needs needs some smokes and so <laughs> And come on, like it had been snowing all day. Like the, the yeah. roads must be cleared by now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in Ontario, they would have been. Everything yeah. would have been taken care of. So we walk out the apartment. I, I know we I know we recorded a couple of videos because the snow was literally past, our, like it was up to the top of our thighs. But we, you know what? We, we soldiered on. We went to the car, we cleaned it off, and we drove to the gas station. So <laughs> Kelly goes into the gas station, and I'm pretty sure, I went with you, and I'm pretty sure the lady was like, uh, guys, essential services like essential workers only like this is this is a this is an emergency we're in a storm kelly's like well it is an emergency i ran out of cigarettes <laughs> <laughs> so we get back in the car and we're driving and we're driving and then we're not driving anymore <laughs> right we're, so we're, we're stuck like people are looking outside of their like front windows like oh what are they doing is yeah. something wrong what's going on why are they out <laughs> And so we're starting to panic. I can see some panic in Kelly's eyes. I'm definitely panicking because the snowbanks are higher than the car and we're just not moving. And so because Kelly's from Ontario, she naturally didn't, you know, know to have a shovel or anything in her car. So <laughs> we can't even open the doors. <laughs> we're starting to panic. Like the, the panic sets in and then we see these lights in the distance. We're like, oh, look at those lights. <laughs> well, slowly the lights start to approach us and it's it's these guys in it was it a tractor I, what yeah. were they driving yeah it was a tractor and they and again like you know urgently like responding to us oh my goodness like was there an emergency was there a reason you had to leave your house and we're like no we're from Ontario we thought the storm was over and we could just take a drive <laughs> <laughs> so the armed forces is who they were ended up you know, escorting us back to Kelly's building. And as we got there, you know, we recognized, well, these guys are kind of cute. <laughs> so 
Kelly said. Like, did you want to come in for a drink? <laughs> and the guy went, it's a state of emergency. We're outside saving lives. <laughs> yeah, but a, but a Ryan Ginger? No, like, no. would you like my, can I, will you take my number? Like, no, no, he's not going to take our number because he hated us because we, we weren't saving lives. We were just going to get a pack of smoke. So anyways. I get a notification the next morning that my flight has been delayed for five days. <laughs> like your flight has been delayed until Wednesday. So the great news was I got to spend some more time with you. Um, and so we got to see like how they actually clean up after the snowstorm. It was actually quite incredible. Like by I think noon or 1 PM the following day, um, yeah. some of the stores started to open. And so naturally Kelly and I decided to go to, a local brewery brewer, brewer, can you say that word brewery, brewery. brewery. Okay. yes okay Pump House brewery downtown Moncton all so right we go there I think it was for lunch was it okay and have a drink okay it was a great local spot it had like such like a unique environment it was very laid back I think that I think the booths were like bucket almost like sitting inside like a bucket like a a, a barrel yeah, a barrel, like this huge, like almost, you know, the booths that you go in and, and, but they were like barrels or like buckets. Right. And so as we're there enjoying our beverage and perhaps lunch, <laughs> I look and over in the, the buckets, you could draw and oh, write you your draw. name. Like Kelly and Melly were here, you know, so we're, we're just sort of looking at all of the different names and the pictures and the, you know, quotes that people are, are adding in there. And like over my left shoulder, I notice that there's a dick in the bucket. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a dick in the bucket. There was a dick in the bucket. So to our New Brunswick friends, um, if you're ever in the area and you want to go to a local brewery, uh, I, I think brewery. are those open right now? Yes, right? Yes. Go yes. to the Pump House Brewery and yes. try to find the booth that has the dick in the bucket, the dick in the bucket. And if you find it, take a picture, tag us. Cause we're not, we're going to be up on Instagram soon. The Kelly and Melly show. I've had yeah. so much fun connecting with you, Kelly today. Um, oh, you too. Just remember. And, and Corey, thank you for joining us. Our first special guest and uh, the first of many, hopefully. So um, yeah, it was a great show and I hope everybody has an amazing week. ahead and uh you know we'll we'll do this all again next week see you next week (laughs) (laughs) you didn't say it too i did i didn't hear you bye Bye. oh the queens of overdoing it i'm pretty sure samaya said this week that we are too (laughs) she did yes (laughs) she's like i just can't with you i just i just can't with you 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 can with me join us next week for the latest and greatest that's right bye bye